I ran so the last session that I edited and and posted, I actually did run through RTX Voice, and it came mm-hmm. out, it came out really good. Oh, cool! And then I tried to fix some the legginess on my computer, and then I somehow made it worse. Even though I have a brand new hard drive, so I don't know what the deal is, but it's frustrating. Speaking of hard drives, only one of my two hard drives is showing up. Why is that? Uh, there's a few reasons for that. First, first among them being that it's not plugged in. Mm. Pretty sure it's plugged in. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And then, if case... you're pretty sure, it means you should double check. <laughs> and then there's sometimes like uh, Look, I'm showing two disk drives on my properties, but it's not showing up in the folders in File Explorer. I mean, it's not formatted or something. I that that was that's my thinking is that it's not it's not formatted or it's not partitioned, and so mm. you mm. might need to I've got, set up the a solid state drive is there. That's because that's got the operating system on it, so that makes sense. Yeah, I spent so long trying to get an operating system on my solid state drive, and apparently, in all my reading, there's like a brief window when my particular model of solid state hard drive was made where it just was structured in a way that it couldn't get an operating system on it and that has since been fixed but i bought this hard drive like a year and a half or two years ago so it's not warranty i just always had an operating system on a different hard drive and then when i try to switch for like higher speeds it just refused it couldn't and it's so frustrating so now i have like this two terabyte standard hard drive but the read write speeds are still really slow because it's you know, it's an old disk hard drive, even though it's big and it's brand new. But you know, just the structure of it's inefficient. Yeah, computer stuff sucks. <laughs> yeah. Did you all see why my yeah. computer was not working this last? Jesus, so stupid. Yeah, I. <laughs> so mean. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure I would have figured that out, or if I would have, it would probably would have been through a similar amount of dedicated time that they did. Yeah, just like, like hours of screaming and cursing at my computer and trying to troubleshoot every single little component, until finally finding a piece of plastic fod. I'm like, ah, that's so annoying. They only charged me fifty bucks. That was nice. That's good. Such a minor problem, but by way of minor, it's also subtle. Difficult to find. Where do I go to to tell this drive to do stuff? Do stuff. You mean as in like partition? Sure. Yeah. Well, is it partitioning? Because it's a whole separate drive. Was well, I don't know what partitioning really. It means. might need to be partitioned. So it you... needs to basically. The computer needs to be told that like there is space here to do stuff, and you are allowed to use it. Exactly. Yeah. So you need to go to, to device manager in Windows, and then you can go to your. Oh, what is it? Disk drives, and then you can right click, and properties right is that right no that's not right i have no idea i'm in i'm in mac os so it's i think called disk utility uh action device manager i swear it was on this that's gonna be a windows something or other yeah if if you're in windows 10 you can just search for device manager and it'll come up Uh aha manager hey there's one thing that i picked up from 
OS X that I am perpetually telling Windows users to do. What's that? Because um, OS X has always had Spotlight Search, and for a long history, they've always had app launchers. And yeah. so I'm so used to hitting a button, typing a bunch of letters, and my computer doing something. Yeah, no, I do that and all the time. Windows 10, yeah, when Windows 10 came out, that became a thing that you could do, and nobody did it. And I'm like, so I'd sit down on a computer, and they're like, well, I don't know where it is. Well, I'm like, it's this thing here, and I'm typing it in, and it searches, and it pulls it up, and they're like, how did you find it? I'm like, there's a search. <laughs> yeah. But, like, or a calculator. You can hit the Windows button, start doing basic arithmetic, and it will do it for you. So I, believe, I believe it's being smart enough to handle exponents and square root, but I don't know the syntax for it. Device I think mine is. It. Properties. Yeah. This device is working properly. Oh, good. Yay! I did this recently. That that's not the right window. Oh no, I don't want to use Edge. Piss off. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is the Bell of Undeath the same thing as the Bell of Vecna? Yes, but they couldn't use Vecna. Oh right, because of stupid copyright laws. Exactly. Uh, I I saw the same thing with uh, the Wilden. They're not called the Wilden. Yeah, it's the, the Denali. Denali. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. I posted that yeah. after I saw it. Just like, <laughs> just like they can't call them drow. They have to be called dark elves. Exactly. So there, there's and words. And yeah, there's, so yeah, there's words that they can't use in the book. Which is so freaking stupid. Yeah, so, so I was cool. I was just looking at the drinking section of the book today, and I found it really funny that Skull Splitter is first only the third strongest drink known and is also only four of ten on the scale. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So I think Where's it's, the drinking? It's way down there. I think it's really funny that Jason decided to have like four levels on the scale of alcohol that just had no examples. <laughs> <laughs> number six on the scale is please stop, and and number ten on the scale is lethal to most. <laughs> nice. Uh, let's... Artifacts. Orb of hope charts. The Rod of Wonder, his Rod of Wonder, Teleportation Rune, the Splendid Superior. I like the art for the Splendid Superior. It's really nice. Mm. I also then, I also laughed out loud when I saw the Malchus Mobile. <laughs> yeah, so did I. Mm. Yeah. So oh. looking through the notable NPCs, you stop at Alfie and he, it says he's an Araka. Ooh, long-term madness. Short-term madness. Indefinite madness. Incurable madness. Oh, there's the crit fumble table. Are we going to start using the crit tables and stuff? Uh, yeah, I was planning on it. I have only hey. had this PDF for a couple of days. So I'm thinking I'm going to start... Uh, I think if we're actually, actually treating this like an arc break-off after this mission, which I suspect will take a couple sessions at least, then we'll like mm -hmm. have... It'll just be sort of a break, and that'll be when I implement all the Theria stuff hmm. from the book. And we can rewrite our, remake our characters to be Therian approved. 
Yeah, yeah, we could just do like an. an um... Oh my God, DRP is in there. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> I, it's I, one of the factions. And I love the art of uh, Draconis. I haven't gotten. He's, I don't know where that is. I believe he's in the notable oh, NPCs. I'm scrolling through. Yeah. Oh, I've got characters, and I'm seeing Actoronis right now. There's Amin. I don't remember Alona. Like, Donovan is handsome as hell. Oh, yeah. He's a real pretty boy. Angus. I don't know who that is. Oh, that's Arlo. That's a... Our love has a pretty stern brow there. I know, right? <laughs> There's the right. Oh, yes. Artemis. Vampire so fucking rad. Pastor. Avalan? Oh, I didn't know there was a hyphen in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Avalan. <laughs> yep. Av Allen. Drock, oh god. Drock, the art for Drock straight up just looks like Jason to me. Oh yeah, I, I, I can see it. Oh, Braylon! Yeah, right? Bertana Moonshadow. Brown Elbomare. Shit, if he was ripped. And also like eight feet tall. Uh Oh, the Countess. The, oh, yeah. The vamped out part of the Countess is terrifying. Hmm. Wait, that's kind of what she did, though. Oh, Lord. The the page uh, for Lauren just, like, staggers the PDF because it's all images. <laughs> oh. There's Dagon. Yeah, he is handsome. So when I first got the PDF and I was looking through the NPCs, I got to Faye and I was staring at her like... Who the fuck is Faye? Because I completely forgot about her. Is that bad? Not how I was expecting Donovan to look. I know, right? Like I expected him to be more rough because he's an adventurer, but damn, he's he's a handsome boy. Yeah. There's Truck. I totally forgot that he was a Warforged. Which they can't call Warforged. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, T. Uh, there's Draconis. Yep. <laughs> this rough-looking old fucker. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, page 374, Tia, looks a bit like I imagine... Um, uh, Susie looking like, at least in face. Oh, hey, Elora. Oh, God, I got the Lauren. That's... Oh, God. Ahsoka. Did you say Tia? Yeah. Oh. I just posted in the Discord a little screenshot. See? Like... Yeah! Masoka is more of what I thought Donovan would look like, and Donovan is more of what I thought Masoka would look like. Okay. Try to. 
Are the Arakas supposed to be Gith? Uh, I think the Araka are the Lion Folk. And the other ones are the Gith. I can't remember what the other ones are. Did they change the name of the Dragonborn? No. No, yeah, did you see the half dragon in there too? Mm-hmm. In one of them? Okay, it looks like Dragonborn is kept, so that's good. Iris! Boo window. I think <laughs> there's no... Oh, there's Jadzia. Drow, but they just weren't 100% sure, so they played it safe. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, with Drow? Drow you can't use. I'm, I'm very happy to oh, see Sheldon. Yeah, Sheldon. <laughs> uh, with the leash. Yeah, right. Because he's yeah. a pet. Mm-hmm. Oh God, passing by Lauren again. Uh, stutter, <laughs> stutter. <laughs> I need to finish translating her backstory. I've cracked the code. I just uh, call in. I only got a couple paragraphs in and went. I'm gonna go to bed. Hallie, Kilaras. Kavros is also pretty handsome. Kava. There's Corey. Clara Rathdale. See, there's Larg. There's Hoog. The picture of Larg is so cute. He's just just smiling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At that that. Fits. Solid. Oh, oh, I see. There's this spot that's taking a long time to buffer. Yep, there it is. <laughs> Why? Because it's a giant friggin'. It's a wall of little that... images. Yeah. Definitely should have been probably baked into either a smaller resolution or a better or like a single image yeah a single image of all the text probably would have been better they mm. they said on the discord they couldn't do it as text because if you just copied and pasted it it would just translate it <laughs> yeah oh interesting so they they couldn't format it as actual custom text because it would just translate the text which is no good yeah Oh, I wonder if that's why it was all quiet. Garvey. Right and then there's Steve. Yeah, right? Steve is in it. <laughs> I, it makes me very it's happy. It's well-deserving. I, yeah, I find it very funny yeah. that he's given a quote, and it's, how exactly do you spell that? <laughs> Maddie. He's, he's just a traveling historian. Although I also I like the picture of Malchus. Right? Merrick. Yeah, the the demon text was a fun puzzle. Hmm. Only took a couple hours of, of work to really crack it, but it was fun. So I didn't realize that Valus also changed to Grimness Grace. I thought he was still Grimness. That makes sense. Yeah. They would both hyphenate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Patrick Grace. 
there's even stats for the Kettenhund. I was tempted to add, mm. to add the Kettenhunds to the to the game. I have no idea why it would be there. I don't think it matters. <laughs> the Kettenhund too. Uh, yeah, so somewhat actually it'd be really funny if like you guys met Morgan and Morgan was like, I came up with this incredible device all on my own. <laughs> oh god Ripley looks as skeevy as he acts I know right <laughs> Saspa Una looks really oh, good oh okay do you notice that she's listed as half elf man Oh, they fixed that in the PDF, but when you get the uh, print copy, you'll see it. Because <laughs> obviously it had been like human, and when they highlighted and, and uh, changed it to half elf, it oh. left the man in. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. That's not Tatiana. That's Tatiana. Tatiana, the picture there is a Goliath. Turk. Tessia! Theo. Oh, poor Theo. The Kettenhund is magical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it gets plus one bonus. Creatures that are your size or smaller that are hit with it are restrained until you let go of the chain or they escape. While attached, you may use a bonus action to pull the target 10 feet closer to you. If you do, the target takes an additional 1d4 damage. Oh, yeah. If you hit a creature with the... If you hit the creature with the Kettenhund, every enemy in the area must succeed on a DC 10 charisma saving throw or become frightened of you. (laughs) Hmm. If they succeed once, they're immune for a whole day. If you crit on the Kettenhund, you break whatever bone you make contact with on your target uh, to do an additional 2d6 damage. Roll a d6 to decide which which bone. Oh, and if you roll a 1, it's just an instant death. This is a Vorpal weapon? The Kettenhund is a Vorpal weapon? <laughs> oh, that's good. Hmm. Uh, are we going to get going on this, or are we going to stall some more? Oh, we were all getting lost in the PDF. I'm going to close this now. <laughs> okay. It's closed. Let me break up my notes here. They are uh, quite long. There's many of them. Mm. All right. Everyone ready to go? I'm ready to go. Yes. Yep. Hello, and welcome to Do Not Resuscitate, the DNR Fancast. I am your DM, Ken, and joining me today is Ian. Oh, I'm going first. Uh, <laughs> I'm Ian. I'm playing Liam Malseer, the half-elf bard. Uh, Amy. Hi, I'm Amy, and I'm playing V, the half-orc fighter, not barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> we, already, barbarian. we already had this discussion. <laughs> Several times. CJ. Totally like CJ. Hello, my name is CJ, and I play Jacoba at the Drow Bar. And last but not least, Rob with a brand new computer. He has a brand new computer, and it's shiny and nice and bright, and it's taken me a fuckload of time to get it going. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm Rob, and I play Hamish Thorleifsen, the Dwarf Sorcerer. 
Uh, last time was a fun session. You went looting. You went down to the Cobalt Den. Uh, you were joined by Susie, Jimmy, Mr. Honorable. And when you went down, those three decided to go their own way and took up a finder's keeper's policy. And they spent their whole time trying to kick down... Uh, they were... Yeah, they were kicking down doors and stuff to, like, all the Cobalt quarters and walked away empty-handed. Which uh, Mr. Honorable was not a fan of, but Susie found that hilarious that he was so annoyed. Um, You guys decided to go... You did a little bit of that, but then you went to the little forge area and found your old friend the Etten completely swamped in the minor cast of Cobalt's. And V had a really good time plucking them off and going trap shooting with Hamish. And uh, after you cleaned off the Etten, uh, Hamish, you, you stared at each other for a little bit, and then Hamish handed him some spices, gave him a little speech about cooking, and he was just confused. And you just moved along. And you moved along to, uh, like, a little dining hall. <laughs> Found a couple of kobolds fighting over, like, a scrap of meat and decided to bet on who would win until one shanked the other. <laughs> and V won that bet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, after that, you fought a couple animated armors that I had beefed up a little bit. One had a heavy crossbow, and one had a long sword, I believe. Yeah, long sword. And it it was a tough fight, but you you won, and then went looting on the Rat King's like private quarters in his lab, and the lab was. Kind of dark, lots of blood, clearly blood magic stuff going on. Uh, Hamish, I believe Hamish took the blood magic manual. Yes. Yeah, and then you guys burned the whole thing down and then left after that. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then you made your way back to Fairbay, only to find it in disarray. The streets are empty, save for like swarms of undead rats and and uh, like objects wandering around. So that's where we pick up today. You you wander back into Fairbay. You find the city in chaos. There are swarms of undead rodents that flow across the square like a macabre stream. The occasional pedestrian can be seen down dark alleyways trying to sneak from, from corner to corner, scared of wandering furniture and vengeful pests. And the activity of all of this magical shenanigans seems to orbit and concentrate around the Temple of Cord, which you can see pretty clearly because you wander towards the square and everything is really clustered nearish to the temple. And as you get further away, pretty much by the distance of the plaza, you the, the effects are either greatly reduced or you aren't obvious enough to see at a glance. So what's what, what's your plan? What what's your reaction to all of this? Are you uh, going to abandon Fairbay to its devices and go to Brightport? Are you <laughs> are you gonna like figure out? Well, what, onto the next town. Well, this city is. Let's write this city off onto the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I hear Ebony Harbor is lovely this time of year. Um, I imagine not I that mean, one. I mean, there's what? Umanero? No, we can't. We can't go there, can we? Let's <laughs> say that's pretty safe. But well, I mean, you can probably not Hamish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Unless it's fine. You... We'll get him a hat. Nobody will recognize him. The next arc <laughs> is just uh, doing hundreds of hours of community service in in Penton in uh, penance. <laughs> um. Well, what is what is like what what's going on when we hit the plaza? I suppose. So the the image uh, that you get because the main street like kind of meanders towards the plaza. Uh, from the direction you're facing, the Temple of Cord is to your immediate left, and the whole opening of the plaza is open to the right. And right in front, near the temple, there's there's like these clusters of rats that move around. Like um, you ever seen a murmuration or f- footage of that, where the huge flocks of birds f- like float around and they got very fluid look to them in the sky. That, but on the ground. Right. You mean like fish? Schools of fish? That too, yeah. The okay. same yeah. deal. So like these these undead rats are like moving around like a school of fish on the ground. Like they're pulling up and moving around and, and such. And there's like chairs walking around and doors hopping. And the fence surrounding the graveyard at the Temple of Cord is, is fully animated. But they're... So you know how an iron rot fence has all these posts and they have some sort of like spear tip looking thing on the end? There's several bodies scattered around the outside of that where clearly these things, while dull, have successfully killed a few people who got too close to the fence. Um, I feel like Liam's top priority is finding Jamie. Um... So from where you are, Jamie's like right across the plaza, pretty near to the Temple of Cord, or at least the his workplace the is. is. Yeah. The yeah. Oh, you walked by your okay. house on the way in. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We left at night to go murder things with a war and then was pillaging. Do you know what time it was when we got back to the town? I mean, assuming you went nonstop, it would you'd be would be dead tired, and it would be like midday, I guess. But I assume you weren't in a huge rush to get back. So, no. So there, like, I would say everyone has a full rest somewhere in the middle, and mm-hmm. so we could call it like, you know, you you went to bed at night, woke up, you know, early mid morning, and we'll call it like mid afternoon. At this point. All right. So yeah. Um, well, depending on when all this shit went down, he might be at the smithy. But if that's what Liam sees, uh, he is probably going to start running for it. For the smithy or towards his home? The smithy. Okay. Uh, uh, actually, he probably... No, because we wouldn't have seen anything. Uh, yeah, he can see the smithy, so that's where he'd go versus home, which is a little bit closer. So but... he, he could very easily uh, walk the perimeter of the plaza because... Even on the opposite end of the plaza, there's either very little weird traffic or mm-hmm. none. So instead of trying to run through the the weirdness immediately close to the temple, you could walk around, you know, just scoot. <laughs> but yeah, walking yeah. walking to the smithy. Um, that, not not walking. Yeah, <laughs> the power walking. <laughs> sure, we'll go with that one. <laughs> Full sprint, I'm sure. But the... Uh, Let's have everyone roll a perception check. Two. 
Eleven. Eleven. Eight. So I don't know what Hamish is looking at, but his check was real low. He's taking some skin off and flicking it. The rats are eating it. Yep. Oh, of course. So he's like uh, a he's like a feeding the pigeons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he feeds the rats. They look hungry. He's peeling long strips of skin off and dangling it down at them so that they can jump up and gnaw on it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so even Liam's 11 is enough to uh, notice the obvious that there are no people here everything is wide open he makes it all the way to the smithy uh, without incident and it's empty the forge is not on I suppose. Uh, it's not cold for sure it was burning a while ago but no one's been feeding it for quite some time yeah um so it was probably burning this morning, and then, uh, you know, shit happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, do, 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 do. Would, um, would Jamie have like a piece of jewelry, like a necklace or a bracelet, or like some memento that he always has on him? Hmm. I mean, I hadn't thought of it, but if that's something you would like to have, then I say, yeah, sure, no problem. All right. I'm going to go with a bracelet. Um, and so I would like to locate object to see if that thing is within a thousand feet of Liam. I'm trying to think, how far is a thousand feet really? <laughs> approximately a fifth of a mile okay hmm. it's actually not as far as um as far as it sounds yeah that's, that's my thinking is like a thousand feet's like it, that's assuming he's like on your block basically uh a little cool. extra um you can walk 200 feet 250 feet per minute Wait a minute. Nope, that's a math problem. That's defining it that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those word problems. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Average person's walking distance is 0.6 miles. Uh, wow, for the first time in my life, I'm glad I know what that is. So, um, so you can walk... So we're talking... Really? Says 0.6 miles per 10 minutes, average person's walking speed. So, so they're saying it's about a 10 minute walk is a thousand feet. Okay, so that r- seems that seems that seems uh that seems really slow. Uh, that seems fine to me. So, right. so within a 10 minute walk, no, you don't detect. Uh, the bracelet that Jimmy wears. Okay. Uh, so at the very least, he's not here. Yeah. Oops. Gone. Um. Well, if you hadn't noticed, there's kind of. Only one thing that's really concerning Liam right now. Yeah. 
So what about the rest of the party? God damn it. So Hamish, I know, is feeding undead rats. <laughs> yes. And I think he's like kicking the undead rats away as they try to come be fed. It's like, no, we're not trying to attract more of these things. Yeah, gross. <laughs> yeah, but if we keep them all in one place, then they won't be bothering other people in town, will they? You know, sometimes I remember why we're both the planners. And then she's going to stop kicking away rats. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's not wrong. <laughs> uh, Jacoba sighs and defeat. <laughs> so everyone's distracted by the, the, swore, the school of rats, the murder of rats. What's a group of rats called? I have no idea. A, a plague of rats. A mischief. A mischief of rats. Yes, a, a rat king of rats. A, uh, a mischief, really? I feel like a plague would be better. Um, I feel like with the scope that we're dealing with, it is more of a plague than and, a mischief. And they're undead, so sure, it's a plague of rats. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jacoba slowly starts heading towards the temple. Alone? God damn it. <laughs> Apparently, scrolling left and right is triggering back and forward in the gesture in Chrome. And so every time I try and scroll the map a bit, it goes back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. hmm. uh, let's see. V had a 19 perception. So I would say that while Liam was running towards the smithy, yeah. she could see at the Temple of Cord that the doors are missing off of the front of it. That's not good. <laughs> so, but she could also see inside and see that there's not like a lot of chaos inside the temple exactly. But other otherwise, it looks fine. Inside anyway. Outside's a little weird. <laughs> Missing doors. The the gate. The fences appear to be like guarding the the um the graveyard. Okay. Um. I mean. Gosh. Yeah, my question is, Okay, I I don't think she'd she'd mention it. Like if it doesn't look like it's chaos inside the temple, then she's just gonna assume that all the clerics made it out. Um she's <laughs> gonna try to help her bud find his brother. That well, seems except kind of at least two of the bodies outside the fence are clerics. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, then in that case she's gonna <clears throat> We might want to go check out what's going on at the temple, guys. Um, there's there's some dead people. And, like, not the... Should I bring the rats? Don't bring the rats. I mean, like you said, as long as the rats are with us, they're not with anybody else, right? Oh, my God. Well, I could lead them up the hill just and put them 
know, into an empty grave or something. One of the tombs. Close the door. That might work. I mean, the the doors are off the temple, so we could put them in like an empty grave and then just stick one of the doors over the empty grave. All right, rats, this way. And he's going to start trailing like dead skin peelings off behind him and hoping the rats will follow. Uh, How he's much dead check skin does Hamish have? Sure <laughs> uh, fair amount. Um, yeah. Uh, he's having like, to up his shirt really at this point this... and start peeling it off his chest. So. Right. Dude, I think you should get that checked out. Like, that's that's not healthy. Well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't healthy at the time. I'm better now. It's just a side effect of the mummy rot. No. The mummy... Is that contagious? Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm appeased. It's fine. Okay. Uh, all right. So, roll animal handling. <laughs> so the plan is to leave a, for lack of a better term, breadcrumb trail to the inside of the Temple of Korg to get them into the graveyard to, to like maybe try and like lemmings them into a hole or something yeah right. somewhere out and okay. v will grab one of the doors that's fallen off and like use it to cover the hole apparently his skin is not that tasty or it's uh, very or it's very tasty and this is about to go very badly um <laughs> Oh, no! See, this Who is... could have possibly foreseen consequences for these actions? Okay, see, I didn't expect you to spend so much time on the rats, so I made a fatal mistake and didn't make a, char- make a character sheet and stats for the swarm of undead rats. So... Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm going to roll a flat D20. sovereign squeakers? I'm going to roll a flat D20, and let's just say if it's 11 or above, they, they deduce that Hamish is... Flesh is the source of this of these treats. Mm. Six. Okay. No, they they've gotten bored with the no. okay. um, with the skin. You were saying the doors to the Temple of Cord or the doors, uh, the two uh, catacombs, the two crypts are open. Oh, the the, the crypts are gone entirely. As okay. are all of the headstones, and all of the graves are empty. the The graveyard is destroyed. Mm. Um, what about the temple itself? The temple that itself, it looks okay. Looking inside, it seems pretty quiet. The only thing amiss from the temple directly is that the front doors are missing. Can Liam look inside the Temple of Cord? Yes. And you don't even need to roll a perception check to know that it's actually quite in there. All of the, which is good and bad in that there's no people in there that you can hear. Hmm. And none of the furniture seems to be wandering around. None of the bookshelves seem to have wandered off. Hmm. So the inside of the temple itself seems okay. How does that compare to the smithy? Um, the the smithy a good chunk of that is bolted down so it's not going anywhere but like the stools they would sit on are gone and the people are missing 
but overall it hmm. looks it looks mostly the same. But the stuff that's bolted down didn't go anywhere. Um can Markets. Um, I don't know if Liam would say anything because he's kind of in uh, mode right now. Can uh, I'd like to run down to like the honorable pillar, like the other side of the plaza, like uh, to the Temple of Morden? What does the Temple of Morden look like? Um, another temple yeah it's it's uh, small <laughs> it's it's like uh-huh. kind of like a local street corner chapel kind of deal so it's more of the same this far away from the temple the doors haven't like hopped off their hinges or anything but it's pretty quiet if you just the door's unlocked so you try to open it and if you do uh-huh. look inside it's abandoned it seemed like so far uh-huh. the whole town is just abandoned at least so far okay. as okay yeah but so is is anything in the temple of morden trying to like wiggle and move around or come to life um the only things that are moving are little things so like their little wooden spoons are wiggling a little mm-hmm. bit but this is an exponentially weaker effect compared to all right in the immediate vicinity of the temple uh where where was the circle that brought things to life? That was in the warehouse area. That was in the warehouse area. Yeah, I have it marked on the map uh, as the monster that you defeated. Oh. The clay golem thing? Yeah. It was, yeah. It was like a pile of sand and clay that animated itself. That animated things. Uh, Liam's going to run back to the temple and basically like yell every to everybody be like hey we need to go check out the warehouse and then start heading for the warehouse and jimmy and crew are going to follow (laughs) they're they're along for this oh good they don't want to split up no uh i rolled a perception check off screen for jimmy earlier and he rolled very poorly. So if he rolled higher, he was going to see someone trying to get away, and he was going to go help them. But he didn't. So that person's on their so own. Person. <laughs> That's too bad for that. Um, as we are moving to that warehouse, are things getting worse? No, things are actually getting quieter. Things are getting quieter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as soon as Liam notices that, he's going to stop and he's going to go back to the temple, say back to the temple, and then start running back to the temple. So, so like, hey, we need to go check out the warehouse. Start sprinting in that direction. Uh-huh. Everyone's sprinting back. Halfway yeah. there, he just skids to a stop, turns around. Never mind. Let's go back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So you had you you do you do that? You skid. You turn around. You head back to the temple. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Liam's just going to head down into one of the crypts. Okay, so the the plan or the path here needs to be that the 
you have to go through the interior of the Temple of Cord because the fence is stabbing anything that gets near. Fortunately, the, the Temple of Cord has, you know, doors that enter into the graveyard, so that's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. However, if you didn't notice before, you definitely notice now, the graveyard is decimated. It's all of the... All of the uh, headstones have wandered off. The crypts are gone. All of the graves are empty. However, mm. however, the statues of Folden Fulthorn and Hagar Hammerhand are standing guard at the stairs going down to the crypt. Hmm. So it would be like they have. God, this fucking gesture. Are you fucking kidding me, Chrome? I'm going to stab you right now. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I had Mr. Honorable, Susie, and Jimmy with you. Sorry. You said we had gotten a long rest at some point. Is that right? Or yes. No? Yeah, yeah. Because yes. I, I assumed you weren't like planning on... Having not rested the night before, I assumed you weren't planning on being like, oh, we don't need sleep. We're just going to walk straight back home because there was no sense of urgency. So I figured you got a full night's sleep and then made your way back from there. Yeah, because if we did that, we'd be dealing with like at least two levels of exhaustion. and I'd be at 7 HP. Yeah, it would be a bad time all around. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to put Hamish back up to full health. There we go. So everyone's at full. Everyone's got all their spell slots back. Everyone's got all of their class abilities back. Did we not level up last time? Nope. Right. That was yeah. After after this. Yeah, and frankly, for everything I have prepped for you, you guys are probably going to get two levels at the end of this because it's just been nonstop for like multiple sessions at this point. <laughs> and there's probably going to be a couple more sessions of this. So, but once you complete this, it'll be like the end of this little spooky ghost arc and then you will I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys two levels at the end of that which will most likely be the end of next session excellent um do they are they oh god damn it I keep closing my character sheet let's see um, I think I got to go to the rules here. Um, I'm officially calling Liam in kind of hyper-focus mode. Yeah. So I don't think he would be paying attention to, no, that's, see, that's totally something that I would notice. Um, I mean, they're like eight foot tall statues. <laughs> Yeah, and they're and they're bigger than the actual there. people. Yeah, noticeably there, noticeably in a different position, and holding their weapons, and holding their weapons, which are made of stone. So, at least you're not dealing with like a, a plus one great sword and a plus one maul. So hmm. they're just rock. If but... only, if only, if only someone had shatter. Oh, that's a good point. Cough, cough. <laughs> don't unfortunately does does chatter have shatter <laughs> uh what level yeah. is shatter two two yeah no he doesn't have that he's a level yeah. one warlock 
<laughs> yeah, I was I was looking between shattered and invisibility, so. <laughs> uh, and also, to be clear, Liam may not notice because he's hyper-focusing, but it is very clear. I have drawn on the map these red zones. Five feet all around the fencing is a danger zone. So if you enter uh, that yeah. zone, you will take 2d6 damage, and if you start your turn in that zone, you will take 2d6 damage. So just be aware, the fence will attack you if you get too close to it. Oh, that's a fence. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. I mean, if we want to get in that crypt, we're going to need to kill those things, right? That's what it sounded like. I mean, that's the most obvious solution. Sure. When does V go for the not obvious solution? I mean, that's fair. V likes to break things. So, I mean, her favorite part of the whole, like, dungeon dive was breaking down the doors, even though it yielded no treasure. Yes. It was just fun. Are you sure you're not a barbarian? Yes. (laughs) I am a fighter trained professionally for Uh, Fuck you. Apparently that swipe thing was an OSX feature. Sorry, Mac OS feature been using this platform too long um <laughs> fucking god thank you uh uh, uh we really doesn't want to deal with this shit right now but he doesn't have any offensive spells <laughs> um yeah he's he's we were talking about it last session here he's like he's specced for dealing with people and so yeah. constructs have been proving to be a problem Yes. And undead. Same same problem. And and, <laughs> and these circles are all about constructs and undead. Hmm. Yeah. It's almost like that was done on purpose. Not exactly. I've I've been honest uh-huh. from the beginning that this whole circle thing was meant to be more of a curio than like the main plot. <laughs> oh well you should have known better than that. <laughs> How about distracting them with some acrobatics and the rest of us will sneak past? Or we could break them. I'm okay. Or we could break them. Solid plan. All right, let's get breaking. Um, and V's gonna start walking over. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, in that case, let me pull up the initiative tracker, and I guess let's get everyone rolling initiative. Um. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe they'll be willing to talk. Uh, but hey, I'm just gonna say she's going do 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 do. She says she starts okay, I need to open one, two, three, let's see, I need Jeremy, and I need Jimmy, and I need Susie, and I need Mr. Honorable, <laughs> and I need the statues. Clickety-clackety, time to attackity. In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start utilizing my second screen here. <laughs> that's probably for the best I'm just going to pop out all of these character sheets and do that um, there we go alright I'm going to roll initiative for Mr. Honorable I, I have good AC now yeah yeah you got plus one full plate you're like you're good Plus one plate? Uh, yes. <gasps> I don't think I had added that. Jimmy. Susie. Uh, Jeremy. And then... I don't think I'm... 
I don't think I'm attached to my token. You have to click it, and then you can do the original initiative roll, and it'll it'll do it automatically for you. Yeah. So clicking the initiative mm. roll doesn't assign doesn't assign it to a particular token for some reason, even though you're the player and the token's assigned to you, or the token's assigned to the character sheet, which is assigned to you. You have to select the token, and that makes the connection. It's weird. I feel like it should be able to do that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, now the statues. Uh, one statue. Where's the initiative? There it is. Wow. <laughs> they are not fast. <laughs> Excellent. Oof. Okay, now the other statue. Please be a little faster. That was a crit fail for initiative. Five. Not much better. Damn. They're not that slow, but... Hey, Hamish, you beat him. <laughs> okay, now to sort the oh, initiative yeah. order, and Jeremy gets to go first. Yeah. Um, let me pull up Jeremy's stuff. <laughs> Are they all still in the temple there? Um, Jeremy would be close to Hamish, because that's where he stays. Uh, I think... Susie and Mr. Honorable would be well. No, Susie's gonna stick close to Jimmy because she doesn't. She's not a frontline fighter, and Jimmy's not gonna like just square up against these statues. Mr. Honorable would probably join V in the march. So let's call that our our formation. So there we go. Uh, for listeners, V, Mr. Honorable, Jacoba, and Liam are in the graveyard, like starting to square up against the statues in the graveyard, and Jimmy, Susie. Hamish and Jeremy are in the building still, uh, waiting t- for this all to start. So Jeremy gets to go first. Um, I'm just gonna s- have him start off with his inspiring speech, and everyone gets to roll a hit die to uh, add temporary hit points, and that's just gonna be his turn. So Jeremy gets eight. Temporary hit points, Susie. Die. A nine, that's not bad. Three, that's all right. Susie's not a frontline fighter. She doesn't need a lot of temporary hit points. That's okay. And Jimmy. Damn, he crit his. He gets 11. Oh, right. Excellent. All right, so that that was his turn. Everyone gets gets to start off with a bunch of uh, temporary hit points, and he's going to move, um, like behind Liam. That's where he's going to move. V. Hey, let's start smacking shit. You're going to start this yes. encounter off strong. Oh yeah, let's go. Okay, so I mean, I'm just going to walk up to this one. I think. Hmm. We'll just start with the one closest to me. It seems to make the most sense. And we'll swing with the battle axe. 13? <laughs> no, 13 misses. <laughs> and how about uh, a crit? God damn. No, no. It's a double crit. <laughs> it's a double crit. Double crit. Double crit. Okay. Double crit. Uh, I don't even have the critical stuff. Let, let's just have this be our like trial run of the critical stuff. So I believe, how does this work? 
Do you roll a d6? Is that how that works? I think yeah, it's a d6 to see if you roll on the table. Yes, mm -hmm. I'm pulling up the table now. Four. Four. And I believe that doesn't count. I think it's about six. Critical hits. It doesn't say in the book that you need to roll a d6. These are just d20 effects. I think the D I'm trying to remember from the show, is it? Yeah, if you roll a one, I believe, it's a one in six chance to crit. Or was it half? I thought it was like... Was it like, five I and know six? Four to six five and six. And one to three happens, no? It was either five and six or two, three... No, or three, four, five, and six. And I can't remember which. I think it's five and six. So it's like a one-third chance. So you roll a four. That's not a five or a six, so you don't roll on the crit okay. table. Okay. But I still do 15 damage. Which is 15 nice. is still pretty good. That's a really good opening <laughs> move. And Mr. Honorable is going to come up next. And this is the first time you get to see him do anything other than talk shit. Um, does? Does it do... Does um, roll 20 do the dex modifier thing to break ties? No. All right, because we actually tied. What's your dex mod? Uh, plus four. Uh, his is also plus four. Uh, roll a d20. All right. Beat 19? 13. Okay, Mr. Honorable goes first. <laughs> you having me try and beat a high number on a roll? No. I mean, we got We have to break it, break the tie somehow. So, or wait. I was on the wrong character sheet. His is actually. Ah, oh, damn it! Did I? No, it's over here. It's actually plus. Yeah, it's plus four. I thought maybe it was different. Okay. Um. I'm just gonna have him stabby stab a couple times. Fourteen misses. Nineteen hits. He deals six damage, and because there's an adjacent character, what is his? Sneak attack damage. Did I even write that down? Uh, if he's level one, it starts off at three d six. He's not level one. He's way better than that. <laughs> uh, I think at level five it goes up. Hold on, let me look that up really quick. Uh. Sneak attack is three D six. Wow. Deals it wow, not even oh. a good I mean it wasn't a bad roll, he just had one bad die. Yeah. But still, that's sixteen damage. He got to one up V. Excuse me. Watch <laughs> him in the face, V. Take him down. Yeah, you know <laughs> Mr. is getting an axe to the face next round. <laughs> you did. There can be only one. You did 15? Well, he did 16, so ha. Wait. Oh, yeah. But he missed one, so. <laughs> so. Um, 
Susie is going to move up. Hey, wait. Get uh, out of here. Oh, of course. Liam. <laughs> See how it is. I already advanced the turn and then did it again on accident. All right, Liam's turn. Um, let's see. Does... Yep. Um... Liam is going to... I don't remember which statue this is. Do, 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 do. It's the nameless statue. Oh, are they not both named? Hold on. Let me fix that really quick. Yeah. There's Folden, and then there's a nameless. Hagar! Fixed it. Um, I, I'll be honest. Liam is, going, Liam is going to look at Hagar and say, Hey, your drawers are missing, and cast Vicious Mockery. Uh, well. Nope, that's Mr. Honorable. That's the other one. I've got too many things open right now. This one. Here we go. Wisdom saving throw. Assuming he's not very wise. Correct. He fails. <laughs> so, Excellent. He uh, takes exactly one psychic damage. Uh, which he does not take because he's a construct. But he does have disadvantage on, on his, his next, attack. next attack. So that's good. That's useful because mm-hmm. yeah, they'll hit a little hard probably. Uh, anything yeah. else? Any movement? Any? Uh, no movement, but... Um, uh, Liam is going to give V a bardic inspiration and tell her that she better hit him next time. Nice. That's a D8, right? I believe... Is it a D8? Has it gone up to a D8? No, it's a D6. It's a D6. Yeah. Yeah. So you get a D6 onto uh, an attack, an ability check, or a save throw. Woohoo! Okay, that's good. Susie's going to go up adjacent to Liam and Jeremy. And, I don't know, let me just look at her uh, spell list and see what she's going to do. Because I gave her, like, all, like, buff spells. Um, Looking at this. Hmm, what does this do? Ah, it's not useful. How about Bane? Bane's useful. Bane is useful. So she's going to target both of these guys, both the statues, and they make Charisma was uh, saving throws, and the Charisma's garbage. One fails, and the other crit fails. So... <laughs> So now they have to roll a d4 and subtract that from their attacks and saves for... I didn't fill out this thing completely. A while. I'm just, This wasn't concentration, right? Or was it? I feel like it wasn't. Bane is concentration. Okay, so she needs to concentrate for that one. Yeah, a minute sounds right. Jimmy. So Jimmy... Through uh, the. Jimmy has higher decks than Jacoba, so. That is true. You're right. So let's have Jacoba go first, because his dex bonus is zero. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Jacoba has a plus five, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. 
What do you take Jimmy for? <laughs> so let's have Jacoba, Jacoba go first. You are quiet, by the way, CJ. Right about there. You are very quiet. Cast. Quiet? Oh, no. Why am I quiet? I shouldn't be quiet. All right. You are... I assume you're doing this in a way that hits both of them. Yes. Uh, Dex save. Miss. They are not rolling well. Jeez. Uh, and the other one passes. That was... So Hagar passes. Folden, on the other hand, now has Fairy Fire. Uh, um, let's d do the, uh, eyeball. Sure. There. Okay, so they both have Bane. Hagar has the, uh, what is that? Oh, uh, disadvantage on his next attack. And Folden has yes. Fairy Fire, so you guys have advantage on him for the duration of Fairy Fire. So that's good. All right, that's a good. That's a good one. That, that helps everybody. Advantage on your opponents is is good stuff. Anything else? Uh, that's it. All right, now Jimmy is going to use his brand new shiny magical hammer, and he's just gonna thwack stuff. Assuming he can go that far, uh, he cannot. <laughs> he doesn't have enough move speed. Wait, no, no, no. That counts because it's a. He's a large creature. Okay, he barely has enough. To like kind of kitty corner <laughs> and give one hearty whack at advantage with a plus one ball. Oh, Jimmy. <laughs> He's going to look over and be like, Do you, are you sure you know how to use that thing? Oh, no. And he rolls on the crit fail table. Oh, that's unfortunate. I'm pretty sure we already established that he doesn't know how to use it. Okay, what's five on the crit fumble table? This is, that's the critical hit table critical fumble number five mentally scarred you have seen terrible things in battle <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh jimmy things that would crush a lesser person <laughs> it would surely give you nightmares tonight at at the time of the nightmares roll a wisdom saving throw um i'm just gonna do that now because you guys aren't gonna be around when he next goes to bed probably unless you guys want to <laughs> camp with him wisdom no. saving throw 13 13 says uh, he gets short-term madness. <laughs> oh, good. Could have been worse. Uh, he could have gotten... Incurable madness. Yeah, he could have gotten long-term or indefinite madness or incurable madness. Uh, short-term madness is not bad, but that only takes effect when he next goes to sleep. But um, is the short-term madness in the same area? I don't even know where it is. We'll figure that out at some point. Uh, <laughs> but he totally fucked that up. Uh, Short-term madness. There it is. D100. 58. You must use your action each round to attack the nearest creature. Everyone is your enemy. So it says that that only takes effect when he next goes to sleep. So when he next goes to sleep, he's going to wake up. And for... Seven... 9, 10, 11. For 11 hours after he wakes up tomorrow. <laughs> 11? 
Yeah, it says that it can't be eleven. It's oh, it's one d ten. In which case, four hours. I for some reason I read it's it's yeah, it's two d it's one d ten times two. How do you get eleven out of multiplying two numbers I, together? My brain number by two. My brain scrambled it, so I rolled two d ten instead of one d ten times two. So it's actually eight hours. Okay. So <clears throat> I need to note this somewhere. Um, Jimmy's bio, I guess. <laughs> Background for eight hours after his next rest. <laughs> oh, that means he's gonna go on a fucking stabbing spree when he goes to bed next. Oh, hey, you know what? At least the town's empty. He's just gonna be murdering some already dead rats. Assuming he doesn't, oh, assuming he sees anyone. If he sees nobody, he he'll be fine. <laughs> That's fair. I, I'm telling you right now, if he tries to stab V, there's gonna be a problem. <laughs> Um, V's gonna fuck him up. <laughs> yeah. He's much bigger than he is. <laughs> she, she probably won't kill him because Susiana has uh, mentioned that she's fond of Jimmy, but it'll be like, don't you never! Well, self-defense is a different story. <laughs> yeah. All right, There's well, that, only a little stab wound. That was an eventful turn for Jimmy. <laughs> mm. Hamish. It's Hamish's mm. turn. Yay. Hamish is going to step up and fire a Chaos Bolt at Hagar. Oh, I love Chaos Bolt. Hagar the Horrible. <laughs> <clears throat> Just for fun, we're going to make a level 2 Chaos Bolt. Ooh. Which does an additional 1d6 damage. What does it do for a damage type? Acid. 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 Nine versus AC misses. Oh. So we just splash no. acid. Ooh. And I don't surge either. It'll happen one of these days, I think. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I believe as DM, you can just trigger it. I could, but I'd rather let the dice do the talking. It's a 1 in 20. In every other game I run that on, it happens way more often than it's happened here. <laughs> all right. Fold in the statue. I think it's only happened once here. It hasn't happened at all. No, we haven't gotten it. No, it, I've rolled some tests, but it's never happened in game. So Folden's going to uh, march up to the nearest person who happens to be V. And with... Bring it, bruh. Bane, he's going to take a hit to his attack. Both of them. Um, not that it matters, because neither of his attacks hit before Bane. So... <laughs> I got a 20 AC now, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got decent bonuses, but it's, it's still not in their favor. So now is the next one. He gets disadvantage on the first one. I could... I could hear Amy's Z snap as she was saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and <clears throat> wow, what the hell is going on there? Okay, here, here's their dice rolls: two attacks each, two ca two monsters. Six, four, six, six. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! You guys want to try that again? <laughs> <laughs> These guys are harder than the animated armors you fought last session, but they're rolling like trash. 
And you've got um, <clears throat> and you've got more people in the fight this time. Mm-hmm. I believe the little sad face icon is the vicious mockery, which would have worn off. Yes, it was kind of moot anyway because they were just rolling garbage. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Jimmy, not Jimmy, Jeremy, J names, Jeremy is going to swing with his great axe, great sword, not an axe. V would have it if it was an axe. V mm-hmm. would have it. Yeah, it was twenty-one does hit. And it's 10 damage. Yeah, Jeremy. Which is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, Jeremy, max damage. That's Hell that's yeah. pretty, pretty good. And as a bonus, he's going to use his next battle command, um, the Daring Assault. V can use her reaction to attack um, with a negative 5 penalty, but with a bonus 2d6 damage. I remember this. Okay, let's do this. You do have a bardic inspiration. I do. Oh, okay. that's let's, true. Let's, and see what we roll. Yes. Would an 11 have hit? No. <laughs> no. Um. Hmm. What, what do you mean? Uh, yeah. So, I'm trying to decide if I want to use the bardic inspiration or not. It's no problem. So D6. Well, he since he said that it would not have hit, you can't. Yeah, that's technically. Right. Well, yeah, technically it has to be before it's called, but I mean, well, you, you I kind of knew. technically knew an eleven would not have hit because <laughs> yeah. a thirteen yeah. didn't hit earlier. Yeah, you um... kind of knew. <laughs> um, I. I'm gonna okay. No, I'll just let it go. We'll just say. It. Yeah, because like you probably have to roll pretty high on the D six for it to actually matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the odds aren't good, but it's V's turn anyway, so. Mm-hmm. So let's try this again. Yeah, she just gets oh, her like... chance. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 12 misses. Okay, well, that's a battle axe. And then the hand axe, a 16? No. Yeah, because I need that. I'm good. Or wait, um, wait, 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 wait. No, 16 doesn't. You have advantage on all of those. No, 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 not with that one. Yeah. Only no, the no. Folden exactly. statue has fairy fire. But, no. but 16 does hit. I was mistaken. Six- I was remembering the previous. So 16, 16 does, does hit. hit. So, so it's nine damage. Nine damage. Still Plus good. Ten from the other battle axe, unless that was someone different. No, that was a that was Jeremy's thing. That yeah, yeah, that was at minus five. Oh, that was Jeremy's thing. Right, right, right. Sorry. Yeah, Mister Honorable is going to attack. It's his turn now. He's going to stabby stab with a dagger twice. And misses both times. God. <laughs> He's really not looking good. He's not putting his best foot forward. Get uh, fucked. Um, he's going to cunning action to disengage and move to the other statue. <laughs> let, let you guys take care of that one. Liam. Uh... What are the odds that these guys have an intelligence score? Probably not very high. Because they're constructs. Um, I'm not muted. Okay. Nope. It's just really quiet. <laughs> 
<laughs> we await your decision. Uh, I know. Oh, fuck it. I'm going to try it. Uh, Liam is going to... What? He's going to focus on the Folden statue? Um, and say... I taught a wolf to meditate. Now he's a werewolf. And cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter. Um... <laughs> If he has an intelligence of four or less, he is unaffected. Um, let me look. Uh, he's not unaffected. Yes! <laughs> so, wisdom saving throw on Hagar's statue. Nope. Folden. Folden. Oh, the other one. Yes. Wisdom saving throw. 18 passes. Uh, the the one time they roll really well. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> It was like four okay, and six and four and six. Are you done? Um, you're probably not going to be able to understand much of what's going on the screen there, Mark. <laughs> um, um, v still has it. So I'm going to give Mr. Honorable a bardic inspiration. Hmm. All right. He will make good use of that. He better. Well, I mean, I hope he does. Unless he. By rolls... the way, we have two other bards here who can do shit like that. Nah, Susie's been doing other stuff. <laughs> Her bardic inspiration is a D8, so because she's a higher level. She's just a little bit better than you. Just a little bit. I mean, she's better I'm than kidding. everybody. <laughs> I mean, yes, but like, come on. <laughs> okay, so she had cast Susie. Bane. She's going to next cast. She's got like no offensive spells, mostly buff stuff. Uh, um, she's going to give Jimmy a bardic inspiration. Um, for the record, Bane is a concentration. Yes. I just remembered to look it up. So she's going to give Jimmy a... Oh, wait. Who had Bane on them? Uh, just Folden. Uh, did he roll the minus d4 on his saving throw? You are correct. Um... What was the DC again? 15? Yep, and he oh. got an 18. Uh, minus 3, 15. He fails. Yes! Okay, in which case he... He so... thinks my joke was hilarious. So he falls prone. to the ground laughing. So he falls prone. <laughs> so now he's prone. 
this um, and is incapacitated. Which means everyone automatically succeeds or something? Uh, well, the important thing is he doesn't do anything on his turn, but he's prone, so anybody in melee um, has advantage on attacks, uh, incapacitated. He automatically fails deck saves, and I think with incapacitated, it becomes a crit if they hit. Yeah, he can't attack, he can't take actions or reactions, is what that says. Mm hmm yeah. And then. So screw you, CJ. Somebody thought my joke was funny. And then he fell, <laughs> fell prone. Boo. And he has disadvantage on attack. And you all have advantage against him, which you already had. Mm -hmm. And that's it. There's no automatic crits. He's prone and incapacitated. Okay. So, mm -hmm. but everyone. But more importantly, he's not doing anything, and he can't. Yeah, he can't take any actions on his turn. That's the really big part. So he has to. Yes. Take, he has to make wisdom saving throw on his turn, which you know his he's he... not good at those. <laughs> mm -hmm. So um, that's that. Yep, and it's at the end of his turn. Yeah. So he he does nothing, and then he saves, and even if he succeeds, that's that. Mm-hmm. So Susie gave Jimmy a bardic inspiration, so she's down one of those, and she's going to, I guess, cast a firebolt, which is kind of like the best she can do right now. So, yeah, firebolt misses. She's not good at attacking. That's not really her role here. <laughs> That's her turn. I, f I feel ya. <laughs> Skip it and jump over that way, and inventory. No, that's that's it. That's it. Gonna take a little swing with that shiny new plus one longsword that he got. Ooh, and he has advantage. Oh, and the first God damn it! And he hits barely for seven damage. Awesome. Um, uh, he gets to make a wisdom saving throw because he took damage. Oh, is is that how that works? Tasha said he's laughter in the oh, end of his turn or when he takes damage. Trig uh, triggered by damage. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, he's still prone. It passes. Wow, really? Roll 19 and then... I think Bane will even matter. Yeah, minus one. <laughs> so it's no longer incapacitated, but it is still prone. So everyone still has advantage on it. It still has Fairy Fire. still has Bane. Unless you have something else you want to do, Jacoba, Jimmy gets to take a turn. And he's going to just... Not going to do a lot very exciting. He's just going to swing his... Big ass hammer at the Hagar statue and miss. <laughs> or wait, no, no, no. He's going to use the Bardic Inspiration from before and hit and deal nine damage, which is not an amazing amount of damage, but it's still good. That that statue's missing chunks. It's it's getting down there. Hamish. 
Hmm. Well, Hamish has taken his customary... I went very weird there. Hamish has taken his customary practice shot and missed. Uh-huh. So he's going to move a little bit forward up to here. And he is going to target Hagar with just a basic old firebolt. His specialty. Mm-hmm. This is what he's best at. Allegedly. <laughs> he Well, maybe he's best. It's, be, it's more accurate to say he's best at uh, warning shots. That's what he does. <clears throat> well, he ain't going to hit with that. So. <laughs> That's another. That's my. Uh, oh, that's my fourth six in a row. I think. Okay, <laughs> so that yeah. is a very complicated equation to come up with six. Uh, I know, right? Like, yeah. When it's rolling off of the character sheet, it shows everything it factors in, including all of the things that don't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's lots of plus zero. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of ceilings and something raised to a very large exponent. Or and divided by a very large It would have done a grand total of one damage anyway, so. Yeah, it wouldn't have mattered. And the surge. Hey, hey, one damage matters. And the, the surge rolled a 20. So definitely not surging. It's extra not surging. So the folded statue is going to burn half of its movement to stand up. And I'm going to remove that prone symbol. It still has Bane. It still has Fairy Fire. So it's not like you lost uh, the advantage against it. But it's going to swing at V. Uh, It crit one attack. And the other one missed. So the crit, I forgot to do critical damage in this. So... She takes 19 damage. Okay. <laughs> from the one successful hit. <laughs> but it was a crit. The other statue, Hagar, is going to swing and Bane. It critically misses on one. Roll a d6. No, we're not rolling on the crit fumble table. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, it just, just whiffs. Just swings wildly with... Uh, I forget which one had which. Uh, he's 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 the one with the maul, so he's got a big stone hammer. Swings wildly. V's ducking and weaving. No big deal. Jeremy is going to swing with his big magic sword. It's been going really well for him. I'm very proud. I'm very happy for Jeremy. Uh, weapons. This one. Jeremy is going to just give it a big old thwack and miss. That's a shame. But. He's going to burn his second-to-last command for the short rest to let V take it on the swing. Minus five to hit, plus 2d6 damage. Okay. I got this. Ugh, no, I don't. You do have a bardic inspiration. I don't think it's going to be enough. (laughs) Because that's not even with the minus five yet. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So it's currently (laughs) sitting at eight. <laughs> so yeah, sorry, Jeremy. I mean that minus five is a rough hit. So, mm. but it, it's risk reward. But it's V's turn mm-hmm. anyway, so V gets to just mm-hmm. swing away. Swing a that hits for six that damage, hits. and then swing and a miss. Ah, oh, miss. Gonna hit. Uh, no, uh, no. Okay, yeah, no. We'll leave it as is. <laughs> 
Oh, you know what? No, we're not going to leave it as is. I'm going to action surge. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to swing again. And <laughs> well, that miss was, That was pretty bad. <laughs> um, th- that only gives me an action, I think. So Yeah, one that's, action. That's all I can do. So, Mr. Honorable. Uh, oh, wait, wait, no. She's going to... Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Is Cheddar awake? I mean, yeah. Does Cheddar want to smack things with his eldritch powers? Uh, let me open yet another character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ken. <laughs> I did this to myself. We all have we have this zany cast of NPCs, so he's he's just gonna. And we love every one of them. Uh, wow, wow, damn! Why is this level one wow. warlock mouse? Yes, like... Cheddar. <laughs> able to hit Jesus. All right, it wasn't a lot of damage, but he definitely hit. So, Mister uh-huh. Honorable is got advantage. He's got a bardic inspiration. He's got two attacks. He's got everything going for him. Adva- oh, good thing he had the advantage. So that hits. Yep. And that hits. That hits. So and three d six it was, I believe. Yes. Sneak attack damage. Ten extra damage. So. Ten. Oh. Sixteen. Twenty three damage total. And six. That was a lot of damage in one turn. <laughs> the the I mean, fairy fire. That's what rogues do. Yeah, the fairy fire was really what got it for him because he was missing before and he would have missed again. Mm. But that advantage, mm, that's so good. Yes. So it is Liam's turn again. What is he gonna do? Not waste another Tasha's hideous laughter. <laughs> Staring dagger eyes at Jacoba. Yeah. Um. Uh, someone succeeded at something outside. Oh, you hear cheering that was outside? A lot of cheering. Yes. <laughs> that was a lot of cheering outside. Uh, uh, yay! Good for them. Uh, <laughs> huzzah! Uh, Liam is going to move. Up here, and stabby, stabby, um, the Hagar statue. Okay. Um. Ooh, not a lot, not a lot of damage, but definitely hit. I know, right? We're just like nickel and diamond this guy to death, <laughs> right? I mean, but they're not doing a lot to you. Which is strange, because no. they've got the stats to do it. The last guys definitely mm-hmm. did a number on you, but you're faring really well. Yeah. Um, v still has hers. Mr. Honorable still has his. Uh, I'm going to give good old Jeremy Bones a bardic inspiration. Oh, that'll be good. Susie is going to who doesn't have a bardic inspiration v or does she does she still have it i believe v still has hers i has one i has one yes i yeah. have one <laughs> she means Jacoba uh, and hamish i think uh yeah. and myself okay. and Liam. hamish has been has been missing a lot so susie's going to give her d8 to him and she's going to just throw another firebolt and hope for the best which i mean Neither of us are really holding our breath for that. But, hey, you know, it doesn't hurt to try. Yeah. 
<laughs> she's she's not good at that. <laughs> it's a very Hamish. Come on, you gotta. We, she needs some help here. Yeah, yeah. Be... She needs some training, Hamish. Yeah, be a fire <laughs> mentor. Jacoba, it is your turn. Yeah. Sixteen hits, ten damage. That was a good hit. Yes. Or that was an advantage too. It was twenty-three. Either way, it hits ten damage. No, no, no. It doesn't become equal to ten. It's subtract ten. Okay. Um. And is that it? Uh, yes. Jimmy. Jimmy's going to. Ah, so many windows. Uh, Jimmy's this one. He's just—he's also gonna just be real simple. And oh, good lord! Oh, good lord! We're rolling on the crit uh, fumble again. He had advantage with it. Oh, because of the fairy fire. No, he's not attacking that one. He's attacking the Hagar one. He can't reach the Folden one. Oh, the Hagar one didn't have the fairy fire. No, no, no he succeeded on his save. Only Folden has okay. the fairy fire, so he crit missed. He rolled a six on the d6. He's rolling on the fumble table again, <laughs> which is a d20, which is a 13, which is, what's 13? Ankle twist. You twist your ankle and have half movement and cannot, half movement speed and cannot charge for 1d4 plus one rounds. So for, Jimmy, for, for the next two rounds, he has rolled his ankle do that one <laughs> why did we why did we give jimmy the hammer <laughs> it's not even the hammer it's that he's crit failing <laughs> it's the hammer fucking jimmy fate hates jimmy jesus all right hamish uh let's see susiana needs a tutorial on firebolt sir yeah yeah show him show her how it's done I think we're going to do... What are the red lines? Is that like... That's a danger zone for the fences. They'll stab you if you walk in there. Oh. I don't want to be stabbed. Yeah. So so far, nobody's wandered into the zone. On the other hand... It's a new experience, and you won't know if you like it until you try it. <laughs> On the other hand, it's the best way for me to get to do this. So, all right, I well, will wander in there. Two d six. Two d six. Just like straight up two d six damage. Yep, you just take two d six damage, and, and when you start your turn in there, same deal. It's like think of it like a cloud of daggers effect. Mm. Okay. I can take that. That's fine. And from there, I'm going to cast... Uh, what's it called? Um, Agonizer Scorcher. I'm going to cast the Scorchy thing. 30-foot flame going Agonizer? through yeah, both that of one. those. Yeah, that one. And then they, can not, they make... Yeah, I'll miss Mr. Honorable, thankfully. Is it thankful though? 
You're not a big fan of him. <laughs> deck saves for uh, both, I assume. Sure the line must make a deck saving throw. What's the DC? That's a very good question. I should know that. Uh, if you cast the spell, it should show you the DC. Oh, well, I'll just do that then. <laughs> Provided you have it, tell us that. 13 is the DC. <sighs> they both rolled 13. <laughs> well, they both take half damage. Half of 3d8. Yeah. Six damage each. It looks like it. What's the length on that? Jacoba's thirty feet. Jacoba's at two. I I feel like Hamish should be able to. I mean, they're large creatures. If you do it like like... this, yeah, like that. So it's like grazing. He's burning off his eyebrows, but it still works. And then I'm going to use the rest of my movement to step out of that place so I won't get stabbed again. Uh, there will be an opportunity attack, but they, that's fine. But they've got Bane, so there's a good chance. Oh, that's why it's not selecting. I am on the ruler again. Damn it! Mm. All right, and then a D4 for Bane. Uh, does 14 hit? I don't think so. I think you said it was 15. Uh, I've forgotten. I think your AC is 15. I remember that from it last session. 15. Yeah. Yeah. So it misses. So no problem. Yay! Yay! It is now the statue's turn for both of them. Uh, they're just going to keep trying to focus V. <laughs> it's not going very well for them. Oh, God. Uh, what? He knows her job. What? Folden statue crit failed twice. on both. It crit failed on both attacks. And they both roll on the fumble table. What the fuck? Don't try to hit V. <laughs> no, keep trying to hit V. <laughs> Six is he's stunned, and 17 is um, he has disadvantage on all actions for the next 1d4 rounds. Jesus. So stunned means he can only do one action per turn, right? Uh, I think stunned means you can't move until the end of your next turn. I've got the conditions page open. Um, stun is incapacitated, can't move, can speak slowly, fails dex and saving throws, and attack rolls against it have advantage, which is already true. And incapacitated means it can't take actions. So stunned just means for one turn it can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then when it can do something, it's going to have disadvantage for one. Yeah, yeah. So if anyone wants to make it safe for any reason, it has disadvantage on that. Plus Bane. <laughs> Jesus. And it's... And the other one was... Uh, yeah, so it was stunned. And then it... 17 is... Your opponent parries your awkward attack and causes you to hit yourself in a sensitive area... You have no movement speed and disadvantage to all actions for one d four rounds. So, <laughs> so you, so V like parried it and made his sword like whack it in the nuts. But it's a statue, so it doesn't even make a lot of sense. It's a Works statue, so they're man. marbles. Ah, that's good. <laughs> all right, the other statue's gonna swing, and that one crits against V, 
And no, not that one. Uh, it does roll on the critical hit table. Damn, what the hell is going on? Oh, no. And it rolls nine, which is... Unreliable armor. In addition to standard critical, standard critical hit damage, the target's AC is reduced by two for the remainder of the encounter. If the target has no armor, you and your allies have a plus two against it. But she does, so her AC is 18 for the remainder of the encounter. And so she it deals... I need to add an additional D8 to its damage. Uh, 25 damage against V. I'm sorry, did you say 25? Yes. Well, that's not great. I have a hit point left. Well, the second attack missed, so... <laughs> so that's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I see no problem. V V's okay. V's fine. And Susie's going to take it's good fine. care of you. It'll be fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's going to be fine. <laughs> uh, so Jeremy has a very real chance of just knocking out the statue that nearly knocked down V. Um, Jeremy, avenge me. <laughs> I hope he does. Our special boy needs to be able to do good. Nope. <laughs> five. five doesn't hit. And even if he did, it wouldn't have knocked it out. So it doesn't matter. V gets to avenge her own damn self. Yeah, V's going to avenge her own damn self. Um, <laughs> how's a crit? A crit. Hey, yeah, it's down. It's just, it's down. That's it. So how does V knock this thing out? Just paint me a picture. So so this thing has a, ma a mall, you said? Yeah, yeah, this is the one with the mall. So it takes that giant swing with the mall, does, like, damages her armor. She just takes a full brunt of that. And then she just looks re up real pissed, takes like takes her axe, and just manages to decapitate the stone statue somehow. <laughs> so she just so she tanks the hit to the shoulder and swings right yeah. back. Oof, mm -hmm. hot. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then she's gonna turn around and hit the other one. Oh wait, should I heal with my bonus action? Uh, you have no, me she's and Susanna. Oh. Oh. Wait, I have advantage on that, don't I? You yes. do. So, I mean, you also completely fumbled the damage, which is crazy. Yes. But but it I is critical damage. I roll on the crit. Oh, that's true. Uh, roll a d20. 17. Concussion. You smash your target in the head, causing massive damage. In addition to the standard critical damage, you give the enemy a concussion. The target is unconscious and ro must roll a constitution save of DC 12. On a failure, they roll a D4 and lose that much intelligence permanently. Okay. Well, I mean, their constitution's pretty good. So, because, you know, they're made of rock. Oh, no. It crit failed. <laughs> um... It, so, so it loses um, one intelligence permanently, <laughs> <laughs> which is approximately like a fifth of its intelligence. It's I a think. good percentage of its intelligence, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, you don't hit me. But that's that. That also means, Mister Honorable, if he hits, it becomes an automatic crit. Oh yeah, because it's it's unconscious and fairy fire and everything else. Yeah, um, and uh, rogues critting is uh, scary. 
Yeah, plus, yeah, so critting and um, yeah, sneak attack damage. But he needs, yeah. He needs to but hit. he needs to do that first. But with advantage, it's almost guaranteed. So he's going to swing, hits, hits, and... Um, oh, one of them... That, one of them's actually a crit. So roll and a they're both crits. If you're unconscious, any hit becomes a crit. Yes, but I don't think rolling for the table counts... Uh, which we don't roll uh, on the table anyway. So yeah. So he deals seven, eight, nine, eighteen plus sixty-six damage. Uh, why sixty-six? Sneak attack is only one because. Uh, but you crit on your sneak attack, so it doubles the dice. Uh, you if you're unconscious, like every hit is a crit. If I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Tw- and plus twelve. A crit doubles. Yeah. And a crit doubles all your dice. He rolled shitty on that. He really did. Three, two, one, one, three, two. Ugh. Oh, it's not down. It is it's so down. close. It's so close, <laughs> which means Liam can totally be a, a kill, kill stealing motherfucker. <laughs> Liam is going to be a kill stealing bastard. Do it. Yep, he's gonna scoot over here, and he is going. Wait, I have a little button over here. It says scimitar, and attack. Hey, it's down. That's it. You killed it. Yeah, coup de gras. Um, I mean, I also. Uh, it's an extra five damage, so it's fifteen damage on it. I mean, that was overkill. It had four hit points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, so the minute the next one goes down, V's just gonna like fall to her, like into a sitting position. Susie is going to sprint shoulder. to her. Ow! Yeah, she's gonna you... like hip check Mister Honorable out of the way and be like, V. Yeah, I'm here for you. So she's going to cast a cure wounds at third level, <gasps> which is a one d eight to three d eight plus. Five. Nice. Plus five. Oh, I did that wrong. Three D eight plus five. Set. Um. Yeah, it wasn't a bad roll. Seventeen healed. So nice. that, there goes down a third level spell slot. Um, and sh- she'll give her like a little half smile and say. Thanks. That one that one hurt. Like the clang and possibly the crunch w- could have was loud as hell. Like Yeah. Susie was really worried that V was just dead right then. <laughs> but then she decapitated in response, so a little less worried, but damn. Yeah. That was brutal. Decapitated and then managed to knock a statue unconscious somehow. Oh yeah, so, like... so that that's true. That <laughs> was the same attack. So, <laughs> so the image yeah. is this maul comes down on her on her shoulder, dents her armor, rings like a bell, and in response, V swings her she battle like... axe, de- decapitates one, swings immediately over with her hand axe, bonks it right on the head, and it crumples. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that is metal as fuck. All right. Yep. So that's the end of that encounter. And, boof. Uh, 
fortunately, they were so focused on V, and V just tanked the shit out of all of it that, as a party, everyone came out of this way better than I expected, because these guys were specced a little bit tougher than than the other ones. A little bit more health, a little less AC, but more damage for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys did very well. Congratulations. So now you guys have... The, the path to the catacombs is wide open. Um... Oh, I have to, I have to, I need to roll to make sure I have a brand item with me. Yes. I? Yes, there it is. Wisdom save DC 12. Oh, I forgot. Even if he had knocked me out with that hit, I wouldn't have been knocked out because I have relentless endurance. Yeah. Um, uh, Liam is going to have a moment of insight and pull a potion of healing out of his pack and say, here, V, I think you could use this <laughs> and toss it to her. Oh, thanks. I mean, Susie's got me almost back in fight, pretty much in back in fighting shape, but this will help. And uh, she, it's what, 2d4 plus 2, I think? That, that sounds uh, right. Yes. Okay, I don't, I don't know. How do I do this one? I just do the double brackets. Okay, the uh, okay. The square brackets? Yes. yes. Okay. I find that. Yeah, there you go. Plus eight. Not bad. Oh, can you escape them? Hmm? Oh, you can. So I got back the health that that one hit took away from me. Because <laughs> mm. it did 25 damage, and I've had 25 heals. <sighs> All right, perfect. Um, so as soon as Liam tossed the potion of healing, uh, like midair, he would have turned to enter the crypt and probably run straight into Jacoba because he's standing right there now. <laughs> <laughs> I fold and falls. Jacoba just starts walking towards the uh, crypt. Just over his shoulder, calling, party ain't over yet. Let's get to it. So, classic catacombs. So, the catacombs... Let me pull back up my notes for this. So, the catacombs... So, the... For atmosphere. Above ground, there is a din of noise. There's some white noise of objects walking around and metal scraping and the rats squeaking and running around. It's, it's just a bunch of white noise of chaos. Coming down here... It is dead silent. All you hear is your your breathing, which I imagine is a little heavy after that fight, and your footsteps. And the, the silence is deafening. And before, you even heard noise of the army that was doing stuff down here, but even they are gone. So every it's just an empty catacomb, which is creepy as hell. But it means you can wander freely through this space. And I'm, I'm going to save some time exploring because there's nothing of interest here except for at the very end. So let me just take everybody. Everybody, please let me select. Thank you. <clears throat> I move you all all the way over to the end of the catacomb. At the end of the catacomb is what was once <clears throat> probably a temple to uh, Cord. <clears throat> or was it Arathus? This is old. Arathis. So this probably was once a temple to Arathis meant to in turn people into this crypt. 
But now there stands. Um, da, 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 da. The f okay. <clears throat> uh, but behind the altar, the far wall is replaced with what looks like a gravity-defying horizontal whirlpool of water. And in the very center of the vortex is a faint glowing light. And looking at it, Jacoba and Liam can feel their brains itching. There's an undeniable connection to this. That's definitely where, like, Lindquist is. Is, is at that point of light. The only thing I'm thinking right now is that Jeff would, like... Did everything just taste purple for a second? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so horizontal, like, ha uh, can can you be more descriptive with horizontal? So the entire back wall, so you know in Stargate, mm -hmm. it looks like a pool of standing water. In oh, okay. Instead of being a pool of standing water, it's a vortex. It looks like, oh. And it looks like it's heading into, uh, uh, so at at the bottom of the funnel, there's like a point of light, mm -hmm. and because of Jacoba and Liam's connection to Lindquist, that point of light is connected to Lindquist very strongly, probably himself. Mm. Um, Jacoba just got to pick up a rock and just throw it at the uh, whirlpool. See what happens. It reacts almost exactly like you'd expect a whirlpool to react. It ripples, and the ripple goes down into the funnel, and the rock is just gone. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, Liam is going to turn to Hamish and ask him to shoot the light at the end of the tunnel, if he would. Aye, all right. With what? Uh, whatever the fuck you want. Oh, all right then. Um, V's gonna take Susiana's arm gently and say, "We should here," and like drag, like <laughs> walk her back here, <laughs> <laughs> like away from the whirlpool. Well, this looks pretty powerful, so let's give it the best I've got. You know I'm what? Maybe out in the hallway is the best idea. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's going big. He's going to send three scorching rays in there. Oh. Uh, well, cast that spell for me to see if it surges. I think that would be dramatically appropriate if it did. Uh, unfortunately not. But no, so so Hamish shoots three scorching, way, three scorching rays. And when the fire meets the water, it boils and vaporizes and burns and turns to steam, as you might expect, and it makes the room a bit humid. But after a few moments of, of the steam kind of billowing out, it halts and swirls back into the whirlpool. So you see like a little oh, steam vortex. More fire. Lots more fire. <laughs> Fire didn't work, so more fire is the solution. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I'm doing it. Uh, Liam's going to jump into the vortex. And Liam gets sucked into the vortex. From everyone else's perspective, Liam jumps into the vortex and just is gone. You don't know what happened to him. 
Knew it. From yep. oh, that's a solution of sorts. She goes gonna sigh and then like <sighs> shit. And jumping after Liam. Are we all in just for a penny in, in for a pound? Uh Jeremy doesn't think twice about it. As soon as two jumped in, Jimmy's jumping into. Or Jeremy. Jeremy's jumping into. Uh, Jimmy looks a bit nervous. Susie's going to look over at V, like, w- eyes wide. Like, everyone's jumping off a bridge. Are we jumping off a bridge? What kind of look? I don't. I... Well, if Jeremy went, then Hamish is going right after him. Oh, my God. <laughs> v, now's your chance to escape. I was going to say, maybe I should just take Susie and go. Jimmy is going to look back to Mr. Honorable and Susie and go, fuck that. I'm leaving. (laughs) Bye, Jimmy. And Mr. Honorable is going to go with Jimmy. He's like, yeah, nah. There's there's no loot down here. Um, I'll send you an invoice for the hammer. (laughs) So so basically, Susie and V are the only ones left in the right? Yes. Yep. They are alone now. Okay. Um, so she's going to look at Susie and look at the whirlpool sign and say, look, you should probably go with them. That my team went in there. And even if I think this is a stupid idea, even for us, I got to go with them. Um, hmm. I'm going to roll something. Hmm. I'm depending. I'm debating on how I want this to roll, because <laughs> she's she's going to grab. She's going to put a hand a hand on V's cheek, and tell her to be safe. Now I don't know if she's going to kiss her on the forehead or the lips, and mm. I don't. I mean, my forehead's real high up, and my lips are real much more accessible. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Um, I'm going to roll a. Wisdom saving throw. How impulsive is this? That's that's how I'm going to roll it, which is a flat d20, basically. So, 11 or above, she's going to kiss on the forehead. Like, this is a, you know, being friendly, genuine thing. But 10 or below, this is heat of the moment. 19. <laughs> Why do the dice hate me? <laughs> so, she, she puts a... so. V tells her to like go with Jimmy, be safe, but V needs to be there for her party. So Susie's going to put her hand on V's cheek and tell her be safe, and and you know pull her face down and and kiss her on the forehead and follow them. Follow after Jimmy and Mister Honorable, and I assume V's going to follow suit and dive into the whirlpool. Yeah, she's gonna look after Susie for a second and say, "Well." That should be good luck, at least. And uh, then she's, yeah, gonna just, uh, she's not gonna, she's gonna just step through. She's not gonna jump in. She's just gonna step through. (laughs) Well, that's good. Everyone kind of went overboard. The moment V, like, if she so much as, like, touches it, she gets sucked through. (laughs) So, for everyone who went through it, the sensation's pretty fucking unpleasant. You can't breathe because you're in water, as you might imagine. But you also feel a pressure, like you're being squeezed through a hose. And it lasts for about 30 seconds, which when you're not expecting that kind of sensation, it's probably a, it feels like a long time, but you're all fine. But it wasn't fun. 
<laughs> so I don't know how everyone reacts to that kind of sensation, but I'm going to jump to the next scene. I get to, and now that people have left the scene, I can close like all of these character sheets. It's amazing. <laughs> There's only two left that matter on my end. All right, so out of scene for a second. I'll be honest, my heart is racing from from that goodbye just then. I was really hoping. I was really <laughs> hoping that that was going to be. Oh, God. I'll be honest. I was hoping to. <laughs> <laughs> like my my heart. Like, I talk a lot of shit, I but I I'm. I was Ken. I was setting. I was debating whether uh, V was gonna pull her into a kiss or not, and then you were going for it. I was like, yes, you're gonna kiss. No. I mean, you had. I your talk moment. a lot of shit, but I'm actually rolling rolling for that. <laughs> like you, like you had your mum, but you didn't take it. You just yeah. you just let what it happen. And uh, so well, my. Because like, it just seems rude to be like. Oh, you're going for the forehead kiss? No, fuck that. We're going to go for the kiss. Like, yeah, that's fair. But huh, my heart was... He hasn't so, ever been pushy during so, this Yeah, I, I'm invested in this too. So my, my heart was racing. So entering th on the other side of the portal, none of you are like wet. So it wasn't really, really water anyway. You find yourselves in a cave. And at the end of the cave appears to be Lindquist, who's image you've seen before and a succubus who's like really tall like we're talking like seven feet tall and she's floating a little bit above the ground and Lin the body the body language of Lindquist is like like defensive and scared like his his arms are curled in tight around his body he's looking like kind of meek and he's also kind of transparent and the the succubus is grinning down at him in like a bemused sort of way. And then she reaches out her hand and her palm is glowing really brightly. And after a moment of holding it out, Lindquist tentatively will reach his hand out to shake. And when they meet, when, when their hands meet, he starts to stand up straighter and he becomes more opaque. And their images then fade into like sparks like blue sparks and then those blue sparks reform and the scene replays exactly as it did the first time is that all like there's nothing else here nope it's just that over oh, and over again Christ. what have you done So I have posted some official art on the table, and, mm -hmm. and I know, and I don't know if anyone <laughs> recognizes this particular picture. <laughs> I know where that particular picture comes from. Like which section of the book? <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh -huh. We were fortunate enough to see that uh, in P two, if I'm not mistaken, right, Rob? Ah. <laughs> uh... Well, then we certainly saw it as part of a larger picture, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a screen cap of that same larger picture. <laughs> a certain group of uh, of things. Very powerful say. things. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. And we are running tight on time, so... 
either we can pick this back up next time, or we can take the next few minutes to like investigate this little scene going on. I mean, that sounds like a very dramatic place to leave it. That's all I'm going Mm. All right, excellent. So we will leave it there. And uh, you are now in a, a spooky space, and there's going to be all kinds of weird, mysterious stuff going on. It's going to be fun. I figured it would take more than one session. Uh, exciting. Mm-hmm. And my heart's still fluttering from V and Susie being in the alone in the room. The dice are cruel sometimes. <laughs> the dice are very cruel. Hey, uh, not not today. It's okay. My my thinking was since this is kind of the end of this little story arc, before we jump ahead to like the actual next story arc, I actually was considering doing the soap opera episode we were talking about last time, just for fun. <laughs> and I think I think whether or not it's canon depends on how it plays out. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Because I almost feel like I want to call it non-canon, but it, it could also be semi-canon. <laughs> so I also need to go. Oh, geez. <laughs> that dive gif is fantastic. All right. I need to go. I'm going to save this, okay. upload it. I'll right. talk to you guys later. Bye. All right. Have a good one. See ya.